by the statute and common law bonds, which are bonds that either go beyond the statutory requirements or that are required only by the contract. And it set different notice standards for the two classes of payment bonds. Um, the issue is whether a subcontractor had provided appropriate notice and whether the contract itself or the statute determined what was proper notice. Um, it was an email that was received by somebody who probably at debate was whether the person had appropriate uh, level of authority to make a decision. Um, 1026 establishes that proper notice is defined by Section 29520, which is at the bottom of the bill summary, and must be certified or registered mail. It also clarifies that the section applies to all payment bonds, including private, common law, and statutory, when they are not otherwise required or governed by South Carolina statutes. And the goal is simply to provide contractors and subcontractors, suppliers, um, a clear system so that when they need to provide notice, it's consistent regardless of whether it's a statutory or common <coughs> law uh, bond. There is an amendment, um, and what that amendment does is extend it out to Titles 11 and 57 where there are other references to payment bonds and there are a few phrases that, that need to be placed in each of those locations to keep them all consistent. And the amendment is right behind uh, the bill summary. And for the committee members, I was a subcommittee chair on this bill and basically what it was is in the past some of the insurance companies have, have refused to pay because they said they were not properly notified when someone, when a claimant came up and uh, issued a claim against the uh, contractor and the contractor for some reason or another had received an email but maybe the contractor had not seen the email by virtue of some staff member not passing it on and therefore he did not uh, notify the insurance company. So all we are basically doing here is just setting up uh, an explicit manner in which a subcontractor has to notify the contractor and then the contractor notify the insurance company. And if you want to take a look at the amendment, we need to approve the amendment first. Senator from Buford, have you had a chance to take a look at it? Any other member of the committee got a? Okay, is, is got adoption. I mean, a, a, excuse me, a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed likewise. Amendment is passed. Now we need the uh, bill, a motion for the bill as amended. Got a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. And we will report the bill out uh, favorable to the floor from the full committee. And the next item on the agenda, Dr. Gilbert. Self-Storage Limited Lines Insurance. Yes, S1065 um, creates a limited lines license for people, for companies to sell insurance at the location of their self-storage uh, facility. Currently under South Carolina law, if you sell insurance, you must be licensed as, to, as a producer. There's a recognition, however, currently within the code that in certain cases where there are very limited exposures, such as if you buy um, an electronics device and you go to Best Buy or Verizon, um, that the employee is allowed to sell you insurance in that very specific situation for that very limited um, amount of insurance. 
this creates um, that exception for self-storage facilities so that they can do the same essential thing. They don't have to go through the full licensing process that, that really they ought to, uh, and it addresses a, a gray area in terms of the current regulation. And we also, at, at that subcommittee meeting, brought up the um, fact that some storage unit places, uh, businesses actually do ensure uh, up to a certain amount and what was the uh, gist of the amendment that we came up with on that? Well, we, we discussed that and what the, the bill really was put together based on how the state has handled other kinds of insurance. Like I mentioned, uh, there's rental, car rental insurance is one example where they sell to you on site. With, with auto rental insurance, there are certain levels where the, there's insurance that kicks in that's automatically provided. And so we asked the industry to clarify for us if there's any circumstance in which any insurance is provided to a renter. And they said no. And so we talked to the Department of Insurance and there was an agreement between the industry as well as the Department of Insurance that the phrase, and it's listed at the bottom, it's on, it's line four on page three, evidence is coverage in the rental agreement is disclosed to every occupant who elects to purchase this coverage. There's no circumstance in which that would be relevant. And so, um, it was discussed at subcommittee that we would take a look at that, the staff would look at that, and we found that that doesn't really matter. Um, so that could be pulled out. The other amendment is clarifying wording, as well as moving the date for licensing um, from August to May. And the goal of that is to provide better response time uh, to uh, those who are licensees, because there are quite a few renewals that, that come due in August, and so the department would be delayed a little bit in processing these. So in order to get these back to folks, they thought May would be a better timeline. Okay, and I will say that uh, Department of Insurance was there and they had no problems with this, right, Julian? And we had no one else who spoke against the bill at that particular time. So, Senator from Buford, you had a question? Yeah, I would move the option of the protecting amendment to the Okay, we have a second? Second. Any further discussion? Those in favor of uh, the perfecting amendment signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, likewise. Amendment is passed. We've got a motion for the bill to be um, adopted as perfected. Do we have a second? Second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed likewise. And we will report the bill out favorable to the floor. Any further business to come before us at this time? If not, the meeting stands adjourned. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming. Thank you.